Welcome to the Homeschool Mama Self-Care Podcast. I'm Teresa Wiedrich, the Certified Life Coach and Homeschool Mentor, found at www.capturingthecharmlife.com. If you are a homeschool mom looking to shed what's not working, to show up authentically, confidently, and purposefully in your homeschool mom life, then this is the podcast for you. On today's episode, I'm going to discuss how to develop boundaries in your homeschool mom life. Not long ago, a homeschool mom asked me how long it will take to develop boundaries in her homeschool mom life so she will feel less stressed, more connected to her kids and to her sense of purpose outside of her homeschool mom role. That depends was my honest answer. Anything valuable and meaningful in life doesn't happen without the work of the interior, and the work of the interior depends upon clarity and intention. That work isn't always easy to determine. It takes a whole lot of time. So on today's episode, we're going to discuss how to develop boundaries in your homeschool mom life. Before we discuss how to develop boundaries in your homeschool mom life, let's talk about what this interior work is that's required to develop boundaries for you. Now, it could be any number of things. You might need to understand how your perspective isn't quite as you're seeing things. Perhaps your perspective needs to shift. Maybe you need to learn how to navigate conflict with your important other people. Maybe you need to render your painful past stories or build resilience muscles to navigate the hard things in life or create practices to feel more fully alive in your life and enable or foster your own creativity. Sometimes the work of the interior is to learn how to create a construct to deal with the challenges we experience in our homeschool mom life, to be super clear on what those challenges are and have a plan to deal with them. We also might want to strengthen our ability to accept the realities of our life, our life stories as they've been, and also approach all of these challenging moments of reality with acceptance. Sometimes the work of the interior requires us to recognize how we can create attachment to other people and connection with our kids, with the important people in our lives, and with ourselves. Because at the base, the most important person you need to connect to is yourself. Yourself first, and then build on the other relationships around you. The work of the interior requires that you continue to hone in on the most important things, typically the simple things, the most valuable things, the things that matter the most to you. Sometimes the work of the interior means that we need to understand how we're relating to the activities we're pursuing. That might be homeschooling, it might be mothering, it might be a different business thing that you've got going on the side, or various other possibilities. Um, But learning how to relate to those activities and determining whether we know we're enough in those spaces and why we don't think we're enough in those spaces. 
Sometimes the work of the interior is learning to build self-compassion strategies into our lives so we can be kind to ourselves despite our imperfections. And when we learn to be kind to ourselves, we inevitably are more kind to others around us. And sometimes we need to create a plan to tackle our big emotions, to recognize our emotional atmosphere or biome and know how to deal with those emotions. So a little bit of work of the interior, wouldn't you say? But each of these elements help us to develop boundaries in our homeschool mom life. By the way, if you haven't grabbed your Build Your Boundaries checklist, you can do that by heading over to my website, capturingthecharmlife.com and finding the show notes titled How to Develop Boundaries in Your Homeschool Life. If you're a homeschool mom looking to clarify your needs, reduce stress, build stronger relationships, and feel more intentional, then the Foundations for Homeschool Mom Fulfillment Group Coaching Program might be perfect for you. Let's build boundaries into your homeschool and your life. Imagine having the tools to shift your relationship towards satisfying your needs and others' needs too, and also reducing your workload and stress, decreasing your unrealistic expectations of others and yourself, and also feeling more alive. That's what we'll do in the six-week group coaching program. This program is for the homeschool mom who loves her homeschool life but doesn't feel fulfilled. Rather, she feels like she's struggling with stress and the feeling of imbalance. It's also for the homeschool mom who simply wants to enjoy more of herself in her homeschool mom life. If you've been thinking about bolstering your boundaries, but you're not sure how to implement boundaries, or if you find yourself spending too much time on things that don't really matter to you, you'll benefit from this coaching program. Picture this, a homeschool life where you're happy most days, not agitated by what others think about your choices. You have enough time for yourself. The most important people in your life respect your boundaries and you feel fulfilled and intentional in your days. If that sounds like a dream, well, it doesn't have to be. It's work to get to that place, but it can be done. I'm a living example. Homeschool moms are independent, intelligent, and resourceful. I've met you, and every human, including homeschool moms, needs relationships and community. Humans are happier when they exist in satisfying communities of relationships. If you identify with any of these thoughts about bolstering or building your boundaries, about creating a more fulfilling homeschool life, you will benefit from this group coaching program. The energy you have for your homeschool and your life is directly proportional to the boundaries you establish in your relationships, whether your relationship with others or your relationship with yourself. The Foundations for Homeschool Mom Fulfillment Group Coaching Program offers you a platform, a place to clarify your needs, gain perspective-shifting intentions, and build effective strategies to make this happen in your life. Here's how this group coaching program will work. You'll begin by listening to the Building Boundaries 
course for homeschool moms. It's a self-directed course. You'll have access to a specific module each week. Then you'll join me in group coaching sessions for six weeks to put that inspiration into practice. And throughout those six weeks, you'll have access to gentle accountability through emails and through our Patreon support group. You'll use the Building Boundaries Journaling Workbook to dig deep into the roots of your boundary challenges. But that's not it. If you sign up today, you're going to get a preliminary coaching conversation to clarify your intentions for this group program. I'm only offering this group coaching program once a year. So you don't want to miss out on this opportunity. Listen to what other homeschool moms have shared about working together. One mom said, I came to Teresa to help with relational boundaries and challenges with our teenage daughter and to help reclaim joy in my homeschool. This time with Teresa was super helpful. She helped me see the roots behind the surface level issues. The coaching program was the impetus to help me think more deeply about my homeschool and relational whys to get to a place to see where change needed to be made. Teresa's kindness and compassion gave me a place to speak my heart and her responses helped me feel empowered for this next chapter in our homeschool journey and the ever-evolving chapter of relationships with our teenagers and young adult children. I now have infinitely better boundaries with our teenage daughter and I no longer feel like our relationship hangs by a thin thread. I feel much more motivated in my homeschool days and have made some major shifts that have restored the joy in our homeschool. I'm also learning to lean into the new season with older children and embrace the joy found in the present rather than pining for the past. Another homeschool mom shared, I was going into a year of homeschooling one of my teens and felt I needed some support for myself so that I could show up as fully as I could for my daughter. Teresa, you're a treasure trove of wisdom and good ideas and incredibly generous in your sharing. The healing that takes place in simply being heard is immense. Talking with you started to help me get centered in myself so that I could understand some of the programs running in the background of my mind who make me who I am and to see the anxieties that were getting in the way of me being fully present and open to what my daughter needed at the time. And it gave me the conviction that taking care of myself is the first most important step of caring for my people. I hope that that is just like a little compelling in what or a taste of what you might be able to see as you're walking alongside me in a group coaching program. But you might have some questions, so let me address a few. I've been asked if homeschool moms can have access to the entire course all at once. And in the beginning, when I was beginning coaching, I did do that, but I found people were overwhelmed by my course. So then I decided to offer just a little bit, a taste of each module each week before we met together. And this is a great way to focus our conversations to help you get clearer on what's most important and to learn the things you need to learn within that module. And yes, the coaching Zoom link will be in your email on the morning of your session, your group coaching session. Are you worried about time zones? Well, don't be, because I have learned to work around them. And not that I can transport anyone through time, but I can accommodate times that will work for more than one person. 
It's an effort, but I've been doing it. And for those of you in the paid Homeschool Mama support group on Patreon, there's a special discount waiting for you. You can find that coupon code in the Patreon support group. If you're joining me to take the next step toward a more fulfilling homeschool mom life, send me an email at teresawiedrich at outlook.com. That's T-E-R-E-S-A-W-I-E-D-R-I-C-K at outlook.com. Dot com and enroll now. Remember that this group coaching program happens just once a year. If you decide that you want more personalized one-on-one coaching beyond this group coaching program, no problem. You can email me at the same email. I'll send you a booking link so we can chat and consider what opportunities might serve you. Let's make 2024 the year you build boundaries into your homeschool mom life. Boundaries that will help transform how you experience your life. I can't wait to meet you in the Foundations for Homeschool Mom Fulfillment group coaching program. Now back to the episode. So why develop boundaries in your homeschool mom life anyway? This isn't a trick question. We all know, or at least we've all been told, boundaries are a good thing and therefore we must need them. But let's talk about why you would want them anyway. Building boundaries helps you maintain your needs, your goals, your energy, your sense of peace, your internal sense of quiet, and sometimes your external sense of quiet, also your cleanliness, and maybe even your organization. When our goals and needs are met, We have the energy and the mental and emotional bandwidth to extend nurture to those around us. It benefits our homeschool kids, but of course, it benefits us. So what might some boundary challenges be? No, this is not a trick question. I'm sure, though, you have plenty of ideas swirling in your head as you tapped on this podcast episode. Whatever boundary challenges you think you have, you probably do. But let me share a few common boundary challenges I've seen. Not having boundaries around your time. If you don't want to be interrupted during your regular homeschool hours, you need boundaries. You can unplug your landline if you still own one. I do. And you can remove notifications from your phone. You could set your phone on your night table before you head into the kitchen to hang out with the kids. You could let your family and friends know that you have a job between certain hours and it's called homeschooling. And if you're thinking what I'm thinking that, yeah, but homeschooling is a 24-7 thing, I'll never be able to answer the front door. Well, girlfriend, you do you if that's what you want. But if you create a certain time in the day and say, this is the time of day where I will be unavailable because I'll be doing concerted activities with the kids, then declare it, share it, and require it. Of course, there's other ways you might want to create boundaries around your time. Maybe you want to have time away for yourself once a week that isn't interrupted by your children or your partner or your family members or friends. 
then you'll have to find a time and a place where no one can access you away from home. It's important to create boundaries around your time. Is this a boundary challenge that you're challenged by? Not feeling confident and guilt-free when you work at home while you homeschool. So I know this doesn't speak to everyone. Not everyone is working at home while they're homeschooling. But if you are, or if you're trying to incorporate some activity that you love, like I did for many years, writing, then this still might apply to you. It's a tricky one because kids and family members need to learn your expectations when they are with you in the same house. You both need to be realistic. Your kids still need your eyeballs on their regular activities and they need it regularly. And younger kids don't abide by separateness very well. It takes them a while to learn that mommy really does need to go to the bathroom by herself for three minutes. So you will need to practice, practice, practice teaching them your expectations, making it very clear. Might I recommend placing a timer outside your closed door so when the timer goes off, the kids can knock on the door and get your attention. But if they are incapable of saying, mommy, mommy, there's a fire, I need your help. If they are not verbally expressive, then that is probably a bit too young to expect them to not interrupt you. But no matter what the age, whether they are pre-verbal or three-point essay verbal, as a full-grown teenager, they always need your eyeball-to-eyeball time on the regular. And when they do, they're more likely to give you that time to do your work or your activity that you love to do by yourself. P.S. If you're a working homeschool mom, I have a variety of journaling questions to help you address your specific challenges that might be an encouragement for you. You can find them on the show notes page to this podcast episode, How to Develop Boundaries in Your Homeschool Life. Is this a boundary challenge for you? You have a hard time maintaining boundaries around a separate morning time. Getting separate from your family every day isn't an option. I'm just going to call it there and say it's not an option. Now, having said that, I know that there will be days you won't get separate time. And I know that some kids are really little and it's next to impossible to get time away. But I'm just going to like call it and say your goal whether you choose to accept it or not, is to get separate time away every day. It will fuel you for the long term. I know that sometimes it feels impossible to get that quiet separate space. But for long-term parenting, you need it. Even as a non-morning mom in my early homeschool days, I wish I would have told myself, um, you got to drag yourself out of bed, even if it's with a carafe of coffee, a journal and your yoga mat, and you need to get a wee bit of time by yourself before the voices, the little people voices, find their way to you again. You need to think your thoughts before you hear the thoughts of the little ones in your homeschool home. So are you getting separate morning time before you're hanging out with the kids. 
on my list of workshops for homeschool moms in the Homeschool Mama Patreon support group. One of the things that I'm going to be discussing is how and what to include in your morning routine that will help you energize for your homeschool days. You're welcome to join us in the Homeschool Mama Patreon support group, not just the Facebook group, but the Patreon support group, a paid support group where you have access to daily encouragement and coaching and customized monthly workshops, a support group, discussions, and a homeschool mom writer's room. This is such a cool opportunity to connect with other moms, but it's also an amazing place to set your intentions for your personal growth this year in a daily space apart from social media, not controlled by the algorithms, and also an opportunity to commune with other people you want to commune with. I just, if I was starting homeschooling, I would be all over joining a group like this. I hope you can find it, whether it's with me or with someone else, because whether it's virtual or in real life, you need community, you need support, and you want encouragement from those who have gone before you another way you can create more emotional and mental bandwidth in your homeschool day. Create a quiet time during your day. Maybe it's a 10-minute coffee break just for you after lunch. Maybe it's a 10-minute coffee break after lunch when your oldest kiddo is leading the play in the backyard or in the basement. Don't you just love those leader firstborns? Or maybe you need to hire a babysitter another homeschooled kiddo, a teenager that you know, and maybe that person will come in, hang out with the kids, play games for two hours once a week. Or maybe you're intentionally turning on Magic School Bus and sit those kids in front of a screen so you can take a Pinterest time out. By the way, I'm so curious, are you still on Pinterest? I'm still on Pinterest. I've got loads of boards that I created in those 10-minute coffee breaks after lunch when my oldest was leading the play and enjoying my cappuccino, my last cappuccino of the day, and a tray of cookies that I put underneath the corner chair of my bedroom. So create quiet time during your homeschool day. Have you decided that you will just answer random strangers' questions about homeschooling? Just because someone asks you a question doesn't mean you have to answer. It was my kids that figured this out before I did. They got tired of explaining that they're homeschooled, there's no day off from school today, or they're in such and such a grade or whatever grade that somebody else is expecting them to be at a given age and we'd have to make it up off the fly because nobody really talked about grades in our homeschool lives. And yes, the kids figured out before I did that they didn't need to answer quite as detailed a response to the S question. Yes, you're asking about my kids' socialization in front of them yet? Well, yeah, they have plenty of social opportunities. They're definitely socialized. Thank you very much. In fact, they're speaking to you respectfully despite being asked some roll your eyes, stereotypical questions that seem kind of like not very kind. And they are keeping their cool and being respectful right now. So I took a cue from my kids' behavior and recognized I don't have to answer anybody's questions about homeschooling. 
Having said that, sometimes people just want to learn a little bit more about this homeschool lifestyle and we don't have to create our three-point defensive essays in our heads to be cued and ready to answer random strangers' questions about our homeschool choice either. We could just answer the matter-of-factly. Inquiring minds want to know. Maybe it'll help educate the public. When you're developing boundaries in your homeschool life, consider, do you have boundaries around the way you communicate and others communicate with you? The special people, the important people in your life. Do you have boundaries around the way you communicate and the expectations of how you expect others to communicate with you? We teach our kids how to relate, engage, listen, care, empathize, understand all the relational words. When kids are listened to, they're more likely to listen. If kids are cared for, they're more likely to care for others. When kids are empathized with, they're likely to empathize. And when kids are related to, they're likely to relate to others too. Not always, I know, because they're young. They have their various learning challenges, Some of them have greater challenges than others, but all kids have a penchant for unrelatable behaviors at times. In fact, ditto with adults. And so we have to decide, though, what we're going to do with those unrelatable behaviors. So what is your action plan when your kids engage you in those unrelatable behaviors? Come up with a plan for what you're seeing in your home and determine how you're going to communicate with others. Do you create boundaries around your needs? You can't give everything when you don't have your own needs met. You're responsible to take care of yourself first. Though you are a mother, you are not a demigod. You're not equipped to be everything to everyone Yes, the culture does have tall expectations for us, and we seem to have even taller expectations of ourselves. But that is just not real. We cannot be everything to everyone, not even just to our homeschool kids. We need to be intentional about creating time and space and energy toward addressing our needs. So how can we build boundaries in our homeschool mom lives? I encourage you to grab your journal, answer these 13 lucky 13 questions, or you can head over to the show notes episode, how to develop boundaries in your homeschool life on my website, capturingthecharmedlife.com and answer the questions here. First thing, do a boundary assessment. Where do you think you need to establish boundaries? Like, what was the first reason that you press play on this episode? Second question, who do you have a boundary challenge with? Is it with somebody else? Or is it with yourself? Third question, do you have time for yourself during the week? Fourth question, Do you build time during your day for quiet and separate space or separate time away? 
Do you have a plan for responding to random strangers' questions about homeschooling? Do you have a plan for how to address homeschool questions from family or friends? Do you unplug your landline during the day? Also, do you have a landline? (laughs) Separate question. Is this an old question that I should delete from this show notes episode? Tell me on the Facebook group, Homeschool Mama Support Group. I definitely want to hear. Do you still have a landline? Is it just me? Or do you turn off notifications on your phone or other devices before you begin your day? Eighth question. Write how you want to be spoken to, how you want to be communicated with, and how you want to communicate with others too. Ninth question. When you have conflict, how do you want to be spoken to during conflict? Tenth question. Do you speak to others in that way too? Eleventh question. How do you speak to yourself in the confines of your own mind? What is the running narrative throughout your day? Are you speaking kindly to yourself, compassionately? Twelfth question. Are there mistruths you repeatedly tell yourself? Thirteenth and lucky thirteenth question. Are you addressing your needs? Self-awareness is the first step to developing boundaries in your homeschool mom life. The journey to developing boundaries in your homeschool mom life is a deliberate one, an introspective process that will require time and intentional actions. By addressing these various aspects like time management, communication, self-compassion, and recognizing the need for personal space, you begin to make the way for a more fulfilling homeschool mom experience. My wish for you is that you can embrace that self-awareness process, that intentional work of the interior, so you can create a foundation that can build upon resilience, helping you to not only nurture your children, but also to nurture your own well-being, to nurture the nurturer. Thank you for joining me today. If this podcast has been an encouragement for you, would you share it with someone that you think would benefit too? And would you consider sharing a review on Spotify or Apple? I'd love to hear how you're incorporating boundaries in your homeschool mom life. What efforts are required to do the thing that you're putting into practice right now and how you're making it happen. You'll find me at the Patreon support group, the Homeschool Mama support group, every morning. Also on Instagram, in the Facebook group, Homeschool Mama support group. And you're welcome to join me in a one-on-one coaching conversation to discuss possible coaching opportunities. You can find the booking link on the first page of my website, capturingthecharmedlife.com. I look forward to meeting you. All the show notes and resources discussed in this episode can be found at www.capturingthecharmlife.com. Until next week, I want for you and your homeschool kids to turn your homeschool challenges into your homeschool charms. You got this, girlfriend.